again, the Y'all Show is on the air again with you. I'm John Rawl. Welcome into the show that we talk about the South and much, much more. 803-816-1170 is our telephone number. Of course, we start this day's show with the developing situation going on in Iran and Iraq and our U.S. Armed Forces, keeping them in our thoughts as on, what was it, Tuesday evening? I guess it would have been early Wednesday morning in Iraq, one of our air bases had an airstrike there from some ballistic missiles fired from Iran. And so we hope uh, our leaders and all works out as well as it possibly can that the world news here. We've got some developing news here that we want to tell you about across the South coming up this weekend in terms of weather, as we expect a widespread severe thunderstorm outbreak, which will include tornadoes forecasted for Saturday and also some into Friday before Saturday. We're going to have our own, we'll go ahead and call him our own, Eddie Holmes of our affiliate in Jackson, Tennessee, WTJS FM 93.1. Eddie's going to drop by here in just a moment to let us know more about these storms that are heading to the south here in a couple of days, and we'll find out what he has to say about that. Plus, he'll share some tornado safety tips for us here. Coming up, in addition to weather and more here on today's Y'all Show, we've got headlines from across the southeast. We also have later this hour, our good friend Jonathan Leifite dropping by with the latest in ACC Sports Talk. That will wrap up our first hour. And then as we move into the second hour of today's Y'all Show, we've got hashtag Hullabaloo looking to social media and finding good Southern information to pass along your way. And then in the second hour, we'll also go back to Nashville where Precious Harris is standing by and she'll file her Nashville music line report. All of that right here on the y'all show. Again, our number 803-816-1170. You can call that or text that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We'd love to get your feedback. Our website is y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. And on Facebook, we are at y'all.com. Please like our page and help us just keep on growing. That's what we do here on the Y'all Show. We need your help to help us grow here in 2020. And we sure thank you for listening to the All Southern Show. Well, we bring on now Eddie Holmes, again, staff meteorologist of our affiliate in Jackson. And that is WTJS FM 93.1, West Tennessee's news source. Welcome into the Y'all Show, Eddie. Well, thank you, uh, John. It's good to be with you. All right. Well, we have you on now as you're going to help us break down what you expect, what you project for this weekend. And several of our southern states are expected to have a little rough weather. Please fill us in on the latest that you have. Well, okay. This is all going to be uh, starting out from a uh, upper level system coming through the uh, desert southwest, and this will be on Friday, and it will be moving out of the plains and cause a low pressure system to f- form over uh, Texas and move across uh, into central Arkansas uh, by uh, midnight Saturday night. Uh, make that midnight Friday night. And so once that low uh, intensifies and starts moving northeast into uh, southern Illinois, that leaves much of the uh, south under a warm sector, which is where the uh, greatest instability resides. So we've got that to have to deal with, but we also have the upper uh, atmospheric dynamics with strong winds and a lot of shear that's going to be associated with this 
parent system as it pushes into the area. And so that's going to be causing the uh, prospects for uh, severe weather. All the uh, different elements of severe weather will be involved, hail, tornadoes, and uh, damaging winds themselves. Now, the uh, Storm Prediction Center has, uh, for Friday, uh, the greatest focus uh, of the severe weather will be in northeast Texas and southwest Arkansas, it looks like. And then that shifts to um, the deep south as we get into Saturday. Saturday, we'll see the greatest prospects for severe weather in portions of Mississippi into Alabama and adjacent portions of uh, Louisiana and uh, the Florida panhandle. But that risk of severe weather will also extend as far north as uh, probably western Kentucky. So that covers much of west and middle Tennessee as well. So there are two main problems. Well, let's say three. We've got the heavy rain prospects. Right now, it looks like the band of heaviest rains of maybe four inches or more will be in a band from eastern Arkansas up through uh, portions of southeast Missouri and southern Illinois. Uh, we still in much of the Mid-South going to be looking for two to three inches of rain. And that's on top of already saturated ground. I mean, the last two weeks, we've had much of the areas had uh, four to six inches of rain. And so the ground is very saturated. And so with the prospects for strong winds, not only from thunderstorms, but just from the storm system itself, uh, winds gusting, especially Saturday, uh, Friday night on the order of about 20 to 25 miles an hour or more, then we're going to be looking at the possibility of shallow rooted trees being uh, blown over. So that was a problematic aspect of it uh, with the last system that pushed through. We're talking with meteorologist Eddie Holmes here on the Y'all Show, getting a feel for what's going to happen with our weather here into the weekend. And, Eddie, if I heard you right, we're expecting the greatest risk of tornadoes come Saturday, I think, is central and uh, southern portions of Mississippi and Alabama. Those are the greatest risk, essentially. Yeah. Jackson, Mississippi, down to the coast. Birmingham, down to the coast. Is that what you're seeing as well? That's that's exactly right. And then uh, a lower but still a risky area going into Tennessee. Okay. Now, they, they will fine-tune that in the coming days. I mean, here we are still a couple of days out, and we're going to see that prospect on Saturday probably get labeled uh, moderate or slight risk, uh, excuse me, an uh, enhanced risk. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be in the Alabama-Mississippi area. Well, so we, have you, we have you on today because – as far as I know, Eddie, this has been the greatest risk of bad weather here in the last couple of months. Is that right? That's that's right. And this one, you know, from a meteorological standpoint, uh, has all the uh, ingredients and factors coming together right over us. Now, the only aspect that might reduce the severe weather would be uh, if the rain that falls ahead of the thunderstorms kind of... Uh, uh, stabilizes the atmosphere a little less, but uh, that would cut down on maybe some of the significant tornadoes that could occur. And, and I might mention that um, we can, we have analogs. That is, we've got uh, maps that we can go back to when we have a similar situation with the upper air winds and the moisture and the instability. 
and what they produced that type of setup what what was the outcome and uh, several reports of damaging wind and tornadoes occurred across the mid-south when this kind of setup happened so that's kind of a lesson from the past that we can learn uh going forward yeah well we know last year in the springtime well really i think it was more of like february now that i think about it you had that awful outbreak of tornadoes in east alabama around auburn and that stretched yeah. on throughout georgia i think even into the carolinas do you anticipate this bad weather on sunday to be hitting georgia and the carolinas well right now uh it's just too um, too soon to say. Okay. Right now, they, uh, the Storm Prediction Center does not have an area outlooked. But the, the closer we get to Sunday, uh, we'll certainly be looking at that. But it looks like a lot of the dynamics will be moving well to the north of us. And that, that would mean that would lessen the aspect of uh, the severe weather chances. Well, Eddie, we'll leave the meteorological advice to you, but I have to ask, since I would like to at least sound a little bit educated here on the Y'all Show, when we have warm weather and then a cold front come through, that's usually when you have your most severe weather, as opposed to when it's cold and you've got a warm front coming in? Well, John, it can really um, be a combination of both. Oh, darn you, Eddie. I was looking for yeah. an easy answer. Yeah, when the... Uh, Jackson tornado came through back in uh, early 2000 of 1999. It was a combination of a warm front, you know, in January. And so uh, that's just an example. It makes me uh, uh, concerned anytime a warm front gets involved. But of course, the, the, your idea is right. It's the warm air and everybody's going to get nervous come Saturday because we're going to wake up to temperatures in the 60s, you know, and uh, maybe get up to near 70. The dew points are going to be high. It's going to feel like it's going to storm. And uh, that's that's where those ingredients come in. Okay. Well, Eddie, if you don't mind, as we wrap up with you, please give us a few tips. I know it's something that we get inundated with a lot here living in the South with in terms of tornadoes. But what is your best advice for people in terms of keeping it safe when it comes to tornadoes? Well, I think one of the best things to do is plan. I mean, here we are a couple of days, three days out, and uh, we can be thinking in terms of what is our plan, make sure we have our safe place in a safe room or something like that, the lowest floor, um, an, an interior hallway or an interior bathroom. If you have a basement, of course, that's going to be the safest. But uh, the main thing is don't worry about uh, some of the um legends i guess you could say uh opening windows and things like that don't worry about that i mean uh, there's plenty of ventilation the house goes through so you don't have to do that that's dangerous anyway so the interior rooms on the lowest floor go to the basement and of course um, make sure you can cover yourself up and also make sure your weather radios have uh fresh batteries in them uh, or that you have some way of uh, hearing the alerts, make sure your phone is charged. See, these are things that we can do ahead of time so that we can get the alert and then we know where we're uh, going to be going. If you're planning on uh, working, uh, you know, know where your job source has um, a safe room, a place that you can uh, take cover if necessary. So the biggest thing that we can do is plan ahead. 
with making sure we have those fresh batteries and uh, you have your cell phone charged and you have your weather radio or your source of alerts ready to go. And one other little tip that I think is safe to relate to everybody. If you have youngsters, try to get bicycle helmets for them. Those are very That's important. That's a good idea. Thing. Mm-hmm. I know when I had a youngster, my uh, my old flame would always go find that bicycle helmet and stick it on my youngster. and. Yeah, You know, it was kind of cute, but it's also done to be very safe because we can yeah. never be, I mean, frankly, if you're an adult, you might want to put on a helmet of some type because uh, those tornadoes can be awful, awful nasty. Eddie Holmes yeah. from our affiliate in Jackson, Tennessee, WTJS FM 93.1. We appreciate you coming on, sir, and filling us in on this potential oh. bad storm here this weekend. All right, John. We hope and pray that it's not as bad as it looks like. Okay? We, we hope so, too. More of the Y'all Show will continue after this break. We've got headlines from across the southeast. In fact, we've got an update on a story we told you about earlier in the week about the death of a South Carolina airport public safety officer. A man's been arrested there. Also, we know now the name of the brand new Girl Scout cookie for 2020. All that ahead in our headlines here of the Y'all Show. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you want to catch up with the Y'all Show anytime at your own 
plan, your own schedule, if you want to get on the treadmill and catch up with the All Show, hey, go check out a couple of our podcast options. You can find us in iHeartRadio, also TuneIn Radio, and the Apple Podcast. It's all free of charge. Simply search for Y'all Show, and I'll do the hard work for you. It's Y apostrophe A-L-L space S-H-O-W. And right there, with a big old red and white logo, you'll see the Y'all Show. And just hit like or play or subscribe, whichever the option is for you. And boom, from now on, you'll be set to hear the Y'all Show every single day when we get a new show up and going for you. So making it oh so easy for you to listen to the Y'all Show on your own schedule or, of course, perhaps you're more of the old-fashioned way like I am and you catch it on one of the great radio stations that carry the Y'all Show. Well, set your watch, set your your iPhone, the alarm there, so that you know exactly what time the Y'all Show comes on each day on your local affiliate. And voila, we'll be right there giving you two hours of Southern news, fun, and information. Well, let's look at the headlines going on across the Southeast today now that we've covered the weather in the previous segment. Again, thank you to Eddie Holmes of the Talk of Jackson 93.1, Jackson, Tennessee's WTJS-FM. He came on and helped break down what's going on with the weather here this weekend, a little scary situation perhaps going on in Dixie this weekend. Other headlines in the news department here to tell you about an update to a story we told you about coming from Florence, South Carolina. A 37-year-old Homestead, Florida man, James Edward Bell, was charged on Monday with murder, discharging a firearm into a vehicle, and possession of a weapon during a crime after he was arrested Sunday and charged with the murder and additional crimes and the death of a airport public safety officer in Florence, South Carolina. According to arrest warrants, Mr. Bell shot Officer Jackson Ryan Winkler, a 26-year-old public safety officer at the Florence Airport, during a traffic stop Sunday at Florence Regional Airport. Bell initially fled but was later captured by the Florence County deputies, and officials have him under arrest there. And Winkler unfortunately died at the scene next to an empty 9mm handgun that didn't belong to him and more than 30 spent shell casings, according to officials. But unfortunately, we lost this public safety officer in South Carolina over the weekend. The man who did the shooting allegedly now under arrest and charged with murder. On Tuesday in Hendersonville, Tennessee, unfortunately, the community there said goodbye to a fallen officer there as authorities and family and friends gathered to honor hendersonville police officer spencer bristol he was killed in the line of duty while pursuing a suspect on interstate 65 on a rather i-65 around new year's day new year's eve is when this happened and unfortunately he lost his life in the line of duty so they had the funeral in Hendersonville on Tuesday in a, a sad scene there. He was killed December 30th when he was struck by a car on the interstate during a foot pursuit. Fundraisers, uh, fundraisers rather, have been set up and in his name, along with a petition to name a park after Officer Bristol there in Hendersonville. That's Sumner County, Tennessee, north of Nashville. More news coming in from Middle Tennessee as Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee is announcing that he's got a plan to offer up to 12 weeks of annual paid family leave for state workers who are experiencing all kinds of a variety of things from life events, including paternal leave for the birth of a child, adoption or foster care and care for a sick family member. Governor Lee was scheduled to unveil the plan specifics 
During a news conference, the Republicans' administration said the benefits will help reduce turnover rates for state employees and assist the state in saving on health care costs without requiring additional state money. Right now in Tennessee, any state employee who takes unpaid leave under the Federal Family Medical Leave Act has that portion of their salaries withheld and the money reverts to agencies in the form of savings. Eight states plus Washington, D.C. have or will soon implement paid family leave laws that also extend to the private industry. About 80% of U.S. workers in the private sector still lack access to paid family leave. But if you're an employee of the volunteer state, chances are this will go through and you'll have 12 weeks paid family leave as an option for you in the near future. Y'all might remember at the end of last week a stabbing that happened in downtown Austin, Texas, right by the state capitol, in fact, and a manager of a restaurant restaurant there was killed in the melee. Well, the man who did the stabbing went up on the rooftop, jumped at one point off the roof of the building, and now this man accused of stabbing two people inside this Austin restaurant which killed that manager. 27-year-old Dylan Woodburn has now died from his injuries. Woodburn evidently ran into the Freebirds World Burrito, took a knife from the restaurant, and fatally stabbed the kitchen manager, 34-year-old Jonathan Aguilar, as well as another employee. And then he went on the roof and ended up plunging headfirst into the ground. Also, a person at the coffee shop injured in all of this. The police chief said an internal investigation is underway there in Austin, Texas. Woodburn evidently was homeless in this event that happened on Friday of last week. CNN has settled a lawsuit with the Florence, Kentucky area teenager who claimed the CNN organization falsely labeled him a racist during that encounter with an American Indian activist at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. Of course, this got big time coverage all over the world, frankly, when this event happened. And Nicholas Sandman, a student at Covington Catholic High School there in northern Kentucky, was labeled a racist by many, many people. And his family ended up suing CNN, The Washington Post, and NBC Universal for how he was characterized in the incident. Cases against The Post and NBC continue, but right now, a settlement out of court, it looks like, between CNN and the Salmon family in this defamation suit brought against the network because of their coverage of him and his fellow classmates when they made that trip to the nation's capital last year. And again, he's just a teenager, not even 18 years old. Other news coming from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. A family court judge there is accused of a threesome in a courthouse and other ethical violations. And now this family court judge has has been suspended there. Kenton County Judge Don Gentry suspended Monday by the Judicial Conduct Commission and charged with nine ethics violations in early December, according to just released court documents. And yes, this judge accused of having sex with staff members in the courthouse and she was temporarily suspended with pay this week while officials continue to investigate allegations of sexual misconduct and other ethics violations leveled against her last month. Some of the allegations leveled against Judge Gentry, including having relationships of a sexual nature with multiple employees while in the office and other inappropriate workplace behavior. <laughs> uh, not sure what happened. Uh, going to be going. What's going on in the Peyton Place, aka the Kenton County, Kentucky Family Court? But yes, right now the judge suspended from her work there 
in the Commonwealth. Hey, we have a national championship game taking place Monday night in New Orleans at Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And we've got a Louisiana kid who's going to be singing the national anthem at the college football playoff national championship game between the LSU Tigers and the Clemson Tigers. And that's Lauren Daigle, the crossover bombshell i mean she has just come a long way and in the last couple of years as a christian musician who found great success with her song that's gone on to be a a monster hit she's a native of lafayette and is a graduate of lsu i don't think she'll be pulling for clemson in this one but you can tune in and see the louisiana native sing the national anthem as clemson and lsu get together monday the game will start on espn at 7 p.m but a local connection there lauren daigle and she just uh just a a fantastic singer she's somewhere in her late 20s now i think and it's had great success on the contemporary christian chart but also crossed over to more formats than that and again singing the national anthem on monday night also in louisiana hey it's officially cross crawfish season did you know you could go get some louisiana uh, crawfish yes you can do that right now in fact experts say the harvest this year is gonna be a good one in louisiana by the way here's some raw numbers y'all need to know about louisiana crawfish farmers harvest more than 100 million pounds of crawfish each and every year the economic impact of the industry brings in an estimated 120 million dollars annually and it's not all from the consumption of crawfish retail and tourism sectors also benefit from crawfish and sure enough if you go anywhere in louisiana you'll see people with stores that have crawfish paraphernalia t-shirts and trinkets and more in fact, I think it was maybe this past weekend I was watching that NFL game with the New Orleans Saints and there were some people in the stands, I think, dressed up like crawfish. And remember, it, it's it's actually officially Mardi Gras time right now. And so, yeah, if you like crawfish and remember, a lot of people who love crawfish are not from Louisiana. They just love them. I think they're rather nasty. I think it's a lot of work for very little meat, frankly. But if you like crawfish... It's officially crawfish season, and I bet you somewhere near you, you can find some good Louisiana crawfish currently on sale. Former First Lady Michelle Obama, she is launching a Instagram TV series. In case you are missing the former First Lady, she'll have a series called A Year of First, and this will focus on the stories of four college students as they navigate through freshman year. And she said in a promo for the IGTV series, Instagram TV, they'll tell us what first year of college is really like. And this is being produced in partnership with the media company ATTN. And as Michelle Obama's post said, as a first generation college student myself, I know how intimidating it can be to take that leap and pursue your educational dreams. (laughs) And so check that out on Instagram. I don't know who all the four people that they've got featured in there. This is going to be a six-episode series that will end in June, but following four little freshmen in their college experience here on this Instagram TV series. Something tells me they're not going to be going to a military school like I did for their first year of school, and and luckily I made it through all four years. But, yeah, if you want a different experience for an Instagram series, yeah, go to a military school like West Point, Air Force Academy, Naval Academy, VMI, and, of course, the Citadel and film an Instagram series there, Michelle Obama. How about that? All right, how about some news coming out of West Tennessee for all you good old boys and girls out there? 
who have been deer hunting the last couple of weeks most of you have had to put the gun away now as deer season's wrapped up but in covington tennessee there's been an elusive deer that people have been seeing more than once in the covington area and this rare buck uh, had a big old rack and it had the attention of logan hanks of covington who's got about 200 acres of land that he owns beside this deer's favorite hangout and that hangout area is right behind the walmart in covington tennessee and this almost seven-year-old buck it it actually was very unique and that's why it was spotted so much it had unusual velvet antlers and was confirmed to have crypto or chitism a condition that randomly occurs in whitetail deer causing them to present characteristics of both male and female deer according to the tennessee wildlife resources agency well i guess lucky for logan hanks and unlucky for this seven-year-old buck it was taken down by logan here recently in west tennessee and this deer has uh, gone on to the great beyond and he's got his photos proud of his of his deer that he was able to get and i'm trying to count up the antlers on this thing this looks about like a 10 point buck perhaps but a very unusual buck again had that velvet antlers and a a beautiful creature but uh right now in covington tennessee don't be looking for this buck old bucky to pop out anytime soon and scare you because it's it's been eliminated and finally in our headlines from across the south here today it is officially not only crawfish season it is officially girl scout cookie season and we have the list of cookies and we have the new cookie for 2020 in case you want to put this on your item list when you get your friendly girl scout knocking on the door the new cookie unveiled this year is lemon cookie and it looks delicious right there amongst the dosy doughs and the shortbread offerings yes a lemon cookie this year for girl scouts Ooh, looks looks delish a wonderful wonderful program the girl scouts do and a great tradition that helps raise money for young ladies who hopefully will go on and make great leaders of the world after their time in the girl scouts by the way i want to tell you that in case you don't have your girl scout knocking on your door and you need something like a girl scout cookie i recently discovered at of all places dollar general they have in the cookie aisle some dollar general branded i don't know the name it's not a name brand you'd recognize but they just look for boxes of cookies that look like girl scout cookies and they've got about two or three of the same exact style cookies that you'll you'll find in the girl scouts sell deep down i think they're from the same factory they taste just the same in my opinion so hey if you're bored go into your dollar general these cookies cost about a dollar 75 if i i think i'm right on that so in case you don't have your girl scout cookies already and you're waiting for the little scout to come knock on the door if you can't wait any longer there's at least some flavors of we'll call it girl scout cookie like available at your local dollar general now that's the kind of information you're not going to find on fox news or msnbc or cnn we're all real news we're all southern right here on the y'all show and when we come back we're going to keep it southern with jonathan lifite of our friends over at 24 7 sports and cbs sports digital jonathan's coming by with the acc report that is up next If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. 
but I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Tiger Rag. You're going to hear a lot of Tiger Rag if you tune into the college football national championship game come Monday night because not only does LSU play that darn song, oh, those Clemson Tigers. That is the fight song of Clemson University getting ready for another national championship game appearance. And if all goes well for Dabo, Sweeney, and crew, the Tigers will pick up, golly, I'm losing count here, their third national championship in the last couple of years and their fourth overall national championship not bad, Jonathan Leifite. No, not bad at all. Three out of uh, four is a is a pretty darn good thing. Actually, uh, you know, two out of four, and for that matter, one out of four is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, from that perspective, if they manage to pull off three out of four, uh, that's probably about as impressive a run as, as I think we've seen in a very long time. Anybody, frankly, maybe UCLA and basketball would be the only comparison. Oh, who is Jonathan Leifheit, you ask? Well, he is with 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Digital. He comes on here on the Y'all Show to tell us all about the Atlantic Coast Conference. Mostly football, but we mix in other ACC sports. In fact, today, before we get out of here with you, Jonathan, we'll get a quick look at ACC basketball now that that's in full swing. But yes, Clemson moves on to the national championship. More on that date with the LSU tigers in a second but jonathan sad news over the holiday break as georgia tech they had a recruit named bryce gowdy die and unfortunately his death has been ruled a suicide i know you're close to the georgia tech program what more can you tell me about this sad story coming out of florida oh just a real stunning story um uh 
it just completely out of out of left field. Uh, you know, uh, Bryce was uh, was scheduled to start at Georgia Tech. He was going to be an early enrollee, meaning he would have been in school this this past week. Uh, kind of opened it up, and then for some unknown reason, something happened. Um, you know, it could have been a family incident. Um, not sure what it was, but something caused him to to go off the deep end, as it were, and he ended up uh, basically. Uh, running in front of a train down in Deerfield Beach. Um, it struck him and, and uh, uh, killed him. And uh, just a complete, complete stunning news. And uh, if you've followed any of it on Facebook or anything, some of the stuff that his mother has gone through and the family has gone through, it's just uh, really heartbreaking. And it's just really sad to see, uh, you know, such a, a young man with so much promise and so much to look forward to, to 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 end it all the way he did. Yeah, and again, this was a 17-year-old kid who had got out of high school and was about to report to Atlanta to be part of the Georgia Tech football program, not officially on campus as a student athlete, but a week before goes and kills himself, evidently, and our thoughts with that family there, as you said, in Broward County, Florida. Jonathan, other ACC football news to pass along. Deshaun McLeese of Virginia Tech has announced he's leaving for the NFL draft. He's a pretty talented running back for the Hokies, and he's leaving school early to head to the pros. Yeah, he is. Um, I'm not sure. He's certainly got some talent, but I mean, he only ran for just over 800 yards this past year. I'm not sure what he thinks he's going to get in the NFL, but you know, I've been wrong on that before. So that this one is, you know, a lot of times you see kids that declare and you kind of scratch your head a little bit. For me, this is a little bit of a head scratcher, but you know, good luck to him. Well, he's listening right now and he's going to come here and try to prove you wrong. So, <laughs> well, I hope he does. All right. Jonathan, I know we're going to have a national championship game come Monday night, and so I haven't heard a single thing about Clemson players going to the draft. Have you heard anything, or are they intentionally holding that until after the game on Monday night? I don't think uh, any of them are talking about it until after the game. Okay. You'll probably see both. I think both LSU, you haven't heard any really anything of that from LSU either. Okay. Until their seasons are over, I, I don't think either team is going to. Uh, you know, reveal any of that. Those those guys are focused on on their game, on the game at hand, and they'll figure it out later. Well, one reason I mentioned the Virginia Tech player because really I haven't been inundated with ACC players who've announced their intention to go to the NFL draft. Um, there have been a few, but not that many, really. Yeah. And uh, part part of that reason is is it was a little bit of a down year. A lot of young, a lot of young talent in the league, and so you're really not going to see too many declare just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just too early in the careers, mostly. But I do expect a few from Clemson to to uh, to make the, make the jump. Well, you talk about a down year, Jonathan. Well, how about a down bowl season for the ACC? I think it was four and six, the record for ACC teams in bowl games. I believe you are correct. So, um, not a good showing. If uh, Clemson manages to win on Monday, that'll make them five and six over the course of that. But uh, uh, definitely not one of their better years in terms of uh, bowl showings. Yeah, we got to give love to the winners at least. Pitt got that win over Eastern Michigan. That was pretty impressive because that was a real back-and-forth game there from Detroit. How about North Carolina winning a bowl game? And UNC wraps up the year with a pretty good 7-6 and six record. They won against Temple 55-13. to 13. 
And then you had Louisville going into Nashville, coming back and getting the win and sending the coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs off away from Starkville as the Birds won 38-28 in their bowl game. And then Clemson, of course, looked pretty darn good in their win, their comeback against Ohio State. And again, if Clemson wins the national championship, nobody's going to care that the ACC had a down bowl season. But (laughs) still, still, some of these teams shouldn't have lost the games they played, like Miami getting blanked. I mean, it's one thing to lose to Louisiana Tech in Shreveport, but to not even score. And I think we saw a change in coordinators after that game. Yeah, Dan Enos uh, lost his job as a result of that, which is not surprising. Uh, Miami offense was really not very good all year long, and it's just when it comes to the the bowl season, that that game was the cherry on the on the top of a of a of a crap Sunday for the for uh, <laughs> for that for that offense. So uh, they've got a lot of issues on the offensive side down there. Very solid defense. Um, which Manny Diaz, you know, he, that's the side he came from, uh, to be the head coach, but man, they've got some work to do on the offensive side. Well, Clemson did win, and they play LSU Monday night. It's set for 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central from Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. And it's LSU-Clemson, the Tigers versus Tigers, Death Valley versus Death Valley. Trevor Lawrence looked very impressive coming back from what we thought was a game-ending play for him in the early part of that Ohio State game. And, man, he had some wheels on him with that long run he had for a touchdown in that game against Ohio State. How do you see this national championship shifting and playing out Monday night in the Big Easy? Well, I mean, uh, I, I was actually thinking about playing LSU in New Orleans for the national championship. Man, that um, talk about walking into the Tigers' den, uh, so to speak, uh, there. Um, well, that, that's, that would be a problem for most programs, no doubt about yeah. it. But Clemson, <laughs> I'm telling you, Clemson is the elite of college football. They are definitely that, but but I will tell you, I, I this is going to be one heck of a game between the two of them, um, between uh, you know Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, of course, being your Heisman Trophy winner, and this LSU team just seems to have something uh, you know that they haven't had in quite a while. So I'm really looking forward to this battle. It's going to be, uh, I think, an epic game, and uh, I can hardly wait to watch it. Well, again, Clemson, they're no stranger to these huge games. Dabo Sweeney, as a player for Alabama, won a national championship in that same building back in 1993, technically, when his team, Alabama, beat the Miami Hurricanes. So, of course, LSU's first national championship ever back in 1958 was against the Clemson Tigers in the 1959 Sugar Bowl. And so there's some connections going way back for there you go. historians of these two programs getting together. And I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a great game. And as far as you know, is Clemson going into this game healthy? Uh, as far as I know, they, they seem to be in pretty good shape. I don't think they came out of, uh, out of that, out of that Ohio State game with anything new. So they should be in pretty good shape. All right. So Jonathan Lifeite, we won't have a chance to talk to you prior to the game on Monday night. Uh, who are you going with? The Tigers? I'm going with the Tigers. Yes, I am. <laughs> Safe bet there. I just not getting the particular hue of the Tigers that you are referencing there, but. It's I'll be- go with it. I'll go with the purple colored tiger. Oh. oh wait, they both wear. Purple, oh, you're they? right on that. I hadn't <laughs> thought about that. 
Yes, all right. The Purple Tigers from Death Valley are going to win the national championship, according to Jonathan Leifheit. Jonathan, let's talk a little basketball, if you don't mind, as it is definitely ACC basketball time now. And we have some news from the Blue Devils. Wendell Moore Jr. had successful surgery for a broken hand, and he's the latest member of the Duke team to miss time because of an injury and he had this surgery on his hand on monday he's averaging 7.4 points per game and 3.9 rebounds is his miss because of this surgery going to be felt by the duke basketball team going forward here for the next few weeks yeah they, they'll feel that i mean seven points isn't a huge contribution but it's depth and it and it helps and and uh you know they're gonna you know they're gonna need that's they're going to be one man short on their on their bench, so that kind of cuts the rotation down a little bit, or forces somebody out there that maybe they didn't want to put out there. So, while it won't be a major impact, um, it will be an impact, and it'll you know it, you might see it kind of show up as you know some guys getting a little more tired down the stretch. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Blue Devils, Jonathan Duke is currently sitting in the number two spot in the latest college basketball rankings. Gonzaga is at number one this week. Of course, it's not a good thing to be number one. It seems like every time a team is at number one, they end up falling pretty darn quickly. That, that's at least what it seems like. And so right now, that's the latest on the top of the food chain in terms of college basketball. Other ACC teams in the top 25 include Florida State. They're checking in at number 10. Louisville's at 13. Then you have Virginia at number 18 in the men's college basketball rankings. And that, I think, is all of your ACC teams in the top 25. Now, one thing, it's very obvious, a team not in there. They've had some real struggles in Chapel Hill these days. North Carolina, they've lost to Walford. They've lost to Gonzaga, I think. And, Jonathan, they got hammered. I mean hammered by the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech started that game out 19-2, ran their lead up to 27-4. Uh, and then led 47-27 at the half, and then managed to coast to a to a 13 point victory. And uh, North Carolina is a team. You, you you talked about Duke uh, and their injuries that they had. Uh, North Carolina, their their backcourt has just been racked by injuries. I think they're, I think they've lost two or three starters. Uh, you know, from from that backcourt at some point. You know, through the season, so they are struggling mightily right now with. Uh, with injury issues, and and this will probably be one of uh, Roy Williams' toughest uh, coaching jobs in, in, that he's had. Uh, just uh, unbelievable the, the run of injuries they've had right now. Well, Coach Williams has a chance to get his Tar Heels on the right side of the ledger this evening, as at the Dean Smith Center tonight, the Hills host the Pitt Panthers. Other ACC games going on this evening. NC State's got Notre Dame coming into Raleigh. Florida State will be on Tobacco Road taking on Wake Forest. And the number two Duke Blue Devils will be taking on Coach Josh Passner and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets at McCamish Pavilion at Georgia Tech. Jonathan, thank you very much for your input here. And again, we'll be back with you next week to get your take on that national championship game where the Tigers will certainly win the national championship. That they will. I'm looking forward to it. Talk to you next week. All right, Jonathan. Thank you very much. Well, that will wrap up this first hour of y'all. When we come back in hour two, hashtag Ho Blues coming your way. Plus, Precious Harris. Oh, we can't wait for her. She'll be reporting from Music Row with all the latest in country music and other entertainment news. All that ahead. Don't you go anywhere.
want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So, for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. We're going to take you to Nashville, Tennessee in just a few minutes. Our friend Precious Harris is standing by on Music Row with all the latest gossip coming from Nashville and in country music. We've been off the air, you know, for a couple of weeks, and so to have Precious come back on after a little hiatus is going to be awesome. And I know she's got all kinds of information to share with us, including the breaking news that came out on Tuesday. Rascal Flats going out on a goodbye tour. We'll get Precious's take on Rascal Flats and more in our Nashville Music Line report again coming up in the next segment. But right now, we begin hour two of this, the y'all show, with hashtag hullablue. And this is where we go right on to Facebook, social media outlets like Instagram and Twitter, and we get what all y'all are saying about all y'all. 
yeah, this is where we get social media interaction that would be something worth talking about on the You All Show. And that's what we're going to do right now. We'll go to Instagram and at D-K-N-O-M-O-N-E-Y. D-K, no money. <laughs> I like that handle. I think you and I, D-K, have a lot in common. D-K writes, good old Southern hospitality, yalla. And he's got a photo there from Rock Hill, South Carolina, just to the south of the North Carolina, South Carolina line, just to the south of Carowinds Theme Park. If you've ever been on Interstate 77, just south of downtown Charlotte, that great theme park right there owned by the good folks from Cedar Point in Ohio now. Yeah, it is a great place in Rock Hill, home of the Winthrop Eagles. And evidently, here in the last couple of days, it must have had some kind of gun show there because that's what DK No Money put out on Instagram. Photos of some World War II era guns, like the, I think they call them the spit guns or something like that. Uh, I'm not a gun expert. If you love guns, great. I'm not going to fight you. I just don't particularly get a big kick out of guns. I don't own guns. Uh, I own bazookas. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't trust myself with guns is primarily the reason I don't have a gun, but I've really never been personally a hunter, so that's one reason I don't have guns. But I see the point of guns, and if you like them, great. Yes, but evidently, as a historian and a guy that likes the history, I like the old guns. If you're going to have a gun, it'd be kind of cool to have one of these guns. And this looks like one of the old German guns. It looks like a Mauser, I think is what those were called. Or the Luger. It looks like one of these is a captured Luger. Remember in World War II, our GIs, of which we just did a great salute on the Tuesday Y'all Show, to my great uncle, who was killed 75 years ago yesterday on January 7th, 1945. My great uncle, Knowlton Sharp, was gunned down in the Battle of the Bulge as a member of the 17th Airborne Division. And we did a little salute to him. If you want to go back and find the y'all archives, uh, I'm very, very thankful. Here's a guy, and let me just kind of put a little footnote on Sergeant Sharp and so many of those. We had almost 90,000 American casualties in the Battle of the Bulge in 1944 and in 1945. My great uncle was one of the thousands of Americans who lost their life there in Belgium. But you know what? My great-uncle, who had done well in school, according to my family, never married, never had kids. He went and served his country like hundreds of thousands of Americans did in those days, the greatest generation, and he lost his life. So when he died, he didn't have a descendant, and I'm his great-nephew. And so it is kind of neat that 75 years after his death, I'm able to talk about him. But we want you to know about your own family. Perhaps you had a distant family member, perhaps, who may have fought in a battle like the Bulge or died in the Battle of the Bulge or fought in any of the other World War II battles. Perhaps, perhaps you even know a living World War II veteran. There aren't many left, but there are some. I know last year, at the end of the year, there was a man that I knew who fought in world war ii was gravely wounded twice survived the war in fact at the last injury he had he was shot in the head okay and his whole life here's a guy who was probably 20 years old when he went to war and this poor guy uh, was in the army over in europe got shot in the head by a german bullet and although he lived his whole life he never married he never had a relationship he never had kids obviously 
he was a nice guy but there was just always something a little bit different and unfortunately he lived a, a very long life a very long life of which he was able to get up every day put his clothes on and function but there was just something missing there and and it always traced back to the fact that he got shot in the head and spent i think two years in the hospital recovering after the war even ended and there were lots of lots of gis just like that let's certainly remember those heroes who gave their life but all those who fought those who came back perfectly healthy and had great long lives and maybe some are still with us and of course those who had the scars of war decades after the conflict ended but yes we have a lot of these gun shows that are held all over the southeast and they have a lot of times at these gun shows these world war ii era guns that this person found evidently in rock hill south carolina let's move on to cassie j fox host and creator of soul of the blues with cassie cj fox and that is a syndicated radio show cassie j fox on twitter is at cassie j fox and she put on twitter this week working on a groove compiling music and playlists for this week's two-hour syndicated show soul of the blues with cassie cj fox and the show is heard on 16 stations worldwide so if you're into the blues music you're looking for a little something different check it out there soul of the blues with cassie cj fox i don't have any other information maybe we need to get her here on the y'all show and talk a little bit more about her weekly show and how she's keeping the blues going i will say one of the highlights that i had over the holiday break i returned for the first time in a while to bill street in memphis tennessee and of course that is arguably home of the blues i think memphians would say it is the home of the blues but i know st louis has something to say about it and of course the delta of mississippi has a whole lot to say about that but certainly one of the capitals if nothing else there in bill street country memphis tennessee thank you thank you very much how about to aggie land we go aggie vacation rentals at av aggie rentals is the account on twitter the best vacation rentals in Aggieland. You can go there and find daily, weekly, or weekend available rentals for games, graduation events, all this in Bryan College Station, Texas. Go to their email address there that's found on their Twitter account at AVR Aggie Rentals. A- Aggie Vacation Rentals is the account again. And I'll tell you, as a guy who's visited Aggie Land here in the last couple of years, this seems like a pretty good option what they got there because i stayed at the el cheapo hotel when i was in college station and it wasn't a bad experience let me get that straight it was perfectly just your normal hotel but man they got a lot of better options out there in fact if you're an aggie all i can say is howdy first of all but i will tell you i think if if i'm not mistaken coming up here pretty soon we're we're done with football season aggies and y'all did okay there good win in the bowl against oklahoma state there in the texas bowl in houston by the way i guess texas a&m finished eight and five overall this year uh they had arguably one of the hardest schedules in the country playing clemson alabama and also lsu so three of their losses came to i think teams that were number one at the time i think i'm right on that Man, football season seems so long ago now, doesn't it? Yes, but we still got that one game left, at least in the FBS ranks. But yes, Aggies, you are done with football season. It's now basketball, baseball season's coming up soon there at Bluebell Park. But coming up in the next two months, I think it's in February, is when this is a pretty neat thing that Texas A&M fans do. They gather 
at the home of Texas A&M for ring weekend. This is where Aggies get their their class ring, and it's a big freaking deal if you're an Aggie. And family comes in. It's almost like a football game. They got a lot of events, and I'm pretty sure they do this in February because when I was in Aggie Land the last time, it was in February, and that was going on like the, the coming weekend, and a lot of people were already rolling into town. So congratulations if you're about to get your ring. I don't know what it takes at Texas A&M to get a class ring. Maybe you have to be a junior. Maybe you got to be a senior. Y'all can fill me in. Y'all show at y'all.com is my email address if you want to let me know. But it's a big deal. In fact, of course, your military schools, like your VMIs and the Citadel and West Point, they all make a big deal out of their their class rings there because of the military connection. Of course, Texas A&M still has a core of cadets. I just found out Clemson, which is playing for that national championship, and they're trying to get a ring of another type come Monday night in in New Orleans against the LSU Tigers. Clemson, in the last couple of years, has started a big ring weekend as well, but theirs is in November, uh, maybe late October. They do it on a weekend when there's no home football game. So they have family members come in. It's a big freaking deal at Clemson now when they get their class ring. And I got to give a shout out to my buddy, Jason Klein of balfour rings he's got the account that sells the class rings at clemson university and he does all right clemson they they get their class rings just like aggies get their class rings and uh they're proud of that class ring so yeah it's uh at least at texas a&m you got a class ring time coming up pretty soon now aggie vacation rentals want you to come in to their place when it's ring weekend But they also want to let you know that they've got Southern goodness galore because that's what they put out on Twitter this week. And they want to remind you with a beautiful photo of one of their properties that if you're in Aggie land anytime soon, go to Stella Southern Cafe for great hospitality, fresh orange juice and more. A beautiful picture right there. Again, thanks to Aggie Vacation Rentals. Now to a tweet coming in from Better From Scratch. I love that. And it's B-E-T-R From Scratch on Twitter. And this is from food blogger Lauren Allen. She's married to her childhood sweetheart, a mother of four, and she believes in cooking from scratch. Everything tastes better homemade. Can we get an amen for Lauren Allen? Yes, we can. Amen. Well, here's what she wrote on Twitter this week. How about some healthy Southern comfort food tonight? Your whole family will love this easy breezy instant pot chicken and sausage jambalaya. And oh, it looks scrumptious, Lauren. You you hit the nail on the head with that. And she claims it's instant. It's an instant pot chicken and sausage jambalaya. So I'll I'll have to find out for yourself. But you can go there, check it out, Google Lauren Allen Better from Scratch and get that recipe and more for instant pot chicken and sausage jambalaya. Now, Zakaria Alasher, he's on Twitter at Z-A-K-A-R-I-Y-A-A-L-I-S-H-E-R. And he wrote on Twitter this week, ha ha ha. Also weirdly accurate with a GIF attached there. And the GIF says, Florida, you are a ball of sunshine. You're up for anything. Others can't keep up with you. You love adventure. And I guess perhaps Zakiria Ali Sheer visiting the state of Florida. And he has here as part of his hashtag, which state should you retire to? Well, Florida is a pretty good one. And it is, of course, the sunshine state. So when you put you're a ball of sunshine, yeah, you you ought to be getting a lot of sunshine compared to some of our other southern states there while you're visiting in 
the old sunshine state. Elizabeth Macias is on Twitter at ElizabethJM85. And Elizabeth is a high school history teacher from American University. And she writes on Twitter this week, Ending my break learning about the Civil War, African-American cultural memory, memory practices, black Southern identity. She's glad that she found this book by Patricia G. Davis at the African-American Civil War Museum. And Patricia G. Davis's book is called Laying Claim, African-American Cultural Memory and Southern Identity. And that's what she put out on Twitter this week as she is proud to let her know, let everybody know that Patricia G. Davis's book is available for all to read. Now, Jennifer Welch saw this tweet and had to respond back to the tweet about the black history book in the Civil War. And she writes as a reply back, oh, that looks like a great book. Oh, by the way, do you have Searching for Black Confederates? So two books, one from the blue and one from the gray that are out there in case you want to get some good Civil War books to start the year 2020 and a good discussion there. Of course, I am a Civil War fan myself. By the way, if you want to go visit the African-American Civil War Museum, it is located at 1925 Vermont Avenue in Washington, D.C., and it has memorabilia from the Civil War in terms of the black soldiers that fought in it. I don't know if it's both the blue and the gray. There were Confederate soldiers who were black that fought for the South in the Civil War, and some say they fought in bondage. That's not really the case. There were some who certainly chose to fight for the South all on their own, people like Hulk Collier, even, (laughs) you're not going to believe this, Bryant and Greg Gumbel's own grandfather i think it was their great grandfather from new orleans fought as a black confederate i know that because there was a special tv show which they found that out and of course if they if they have that there's others of you who had black confederate ancestors out there but of course many many blacks in the south went and fought for the north and this african-american civil war museum has that story if you're back in the nation's capital anytime soon could be worth a visit And that is a look at the Hashtag Hullabaloo Report for this Wednesday. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to Nashville, Tennessee. Precious Harris has the Nashville Music Line, all the scoop from Music Row, and that's coming up next. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Each morning the sun shines through my window Lands on the face of a dream come true Shuffle to the kitchen for my coffee And catch up on the front page morning news Then she walks up behind me And throws her arms around my neck Just another normal thing I come to expect It's ordinary, plain and simple Typical, this everyday Same old, same old gimmicks Hard to believe it was 20 years ago that song made its way up the chart to be a top 10 hit for Rascal Flats. This Everyday Love. We've got some Rascal Flats news that we're going to get to momentarily. This is our Nashville Music Line Spotlight here on the Y'all Show with John Raw. We've got our insider along Music Row joining us right now, Precious Harris, who is the author of I Know Country. That's got 366 daily country music questions and answers. Go right now to the website, iknowcountry.com, and there you'll be able to buy and instantly download your ebook copy of I Know Country. Precious Harris is also a music career development consultant, known as Mama P, by the way, and has an emphasis on new and inspire, aspiring artists and songwriters from her office on Music Row. Go to the website, collegeofsongology.com, for more information. Also, follow Precious Harris's blog, NashvilleMusicLine.com, and each and every week we put Precious's Nashville Music Line report on the pages of y'all.com. Welcome into our first Precious Report of 2020, Precious. Well, I am glad to be back, and I'm glad to hear your sweet voice again. Yeah, well, it's been a, it's a whole new decade for us. I guess this makes our third decade working together, Precious, so I'm pretty excited wow. about that. And I'm excited also, we got to hold the big news, but uh, there's a, a certain icon in music that would have celebrated his 85th birthday today. We'll have a little salute to that in just a few minutes, so make sure you stick around for that. No, we haven't forgot about that. That's going to be coming up in just a handful of minutes. But Precious, I teased there at the start of this segment, Rascal Flats announced on Tuesday they're going to be going on a farewell tour. What do you know about what's going on with the boys of Rascal Flats? Well... As a matter of fact, it's funny you should ask. Uh, someone that works with me 
was their photographer for like two years on the road. And uh, I knew something was up because the somebody they, that works with them had called her and, uh, and, and wanted to check in with her to see if she knew anything going on that he was going to take a break from Rascal Flats and uh, be looking for some a different uh, site, I guess, for his career in the industry. So I thought that was kind of odd, but, you know, people always come and go, so it didn't really strike me. But since he'd been there for a long time, and then I know that Jay uh, and his wife have actually uh, had bought a building over over off what they call Berry Hill area. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, he has started a new Christian contemporary Christian label called the Red Label. And uh, I do know that they just literally signed two acts. So I know that Jay's got a lot of stuff going in his direction. So. Uh, you know, so I knew that there's things that I've heard, bits and pieces around town. So the news that you've given me, I'm not surprised of it. This uh, helped me put the two pieces of the puzzle I had together. Yeah. Now and why? Well, Rascal Flats, they've put out 11 albums in their career, and they've had 37 singles. 14 of those went on to be number one on the Billboard Hot Country Song Chart. And so we wish them all the best as they look like they're going to be going in opposite directions at the end of this year but again they've sold over 27 million albums in their career and have done great things throughout the years with a string as we said of number ones their last so-called hit i guess you would go back to 2017's yours if you want it was a pretty big song for them but right now they're on this farewell tour maybe they'll have a farewell tour that will rival leonard skinnerd and go on for like 20 years i know yeah and also i was at actually at that number one party if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Shay of uh, Dan and Shay and mm-hmm. Megan Trainer and uh, the other writers left my mind, but they were co-writers on their song. Okay. Of that, and uh, but I remember meeting them when they were Shelley uh, Shelley Wright's band in the early '90s when she was coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. They C- played, you uh, mean coming out as a singer, not as a lesbian? Yes. Because uh, <laughs> she did yeah. do that, too. <laughs> That's right. She did. But I have to tell you, she has always been so sweet to me and so nice to me. And every time I see her, she's always came up to me and remembered my name through all the years. So, you know, and uh, her her actual her college roommate in Bowling Green at Western uh, was um, was a, a friend of mine from high school. Huh. Uh, so, yeah. So she's up. Uh, but once again, uh, I'm. I do know that I remember seeing them. Now, the only thing changed is the drummer. The drummer was my friend. We used to run around together on Printer's Alley at the Country Music Club down there. And Preston Sullivan was the drummer. And he's the one who actually helped hire the the Rascal Flats uh-huh. to bring in for Shelly's band. Oh, okay. So, like I said, so I've known it for, well, that's, wow, 1992, three. Yeah. Wow. About when it has been a while. You and yeah. I were hanging out at Barbara's there in Printer's Alley. That's it. <laughs> Let's talk about another hit maker that came out around the same time, maybe a year or two after Rascal Flatts, Dirks Bentley. How about what he's doing? He's changing his career up a little bit. He's got a new record deal, Precious. 
And this is pretty unusual what he's doing as he's part of this 90s inspired country music band, Hot Country Nights. And that's K-N-I-G-T-S. As this is a band that's going to wear wig and, and a mullet and sunglasses. And it's kind of a, 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 a fake band, but I guess they're going to put out music in the style of what was hit hit records of the 1990s. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, it's sort of like, um, I think maybe the artists get bored. Because I think Dirks has had 17 number one, something like that. And uh, he's been nominated many times for artists, I mean, for Melva Arts of the Year, both, you know, on all different award shows, but never quite taken home the trophy. But his career is continually moving forward and putting out hit songs, multi-million selling albums. So I think that this might be a way for him to go back and get his roots. But I'm, didn't you and him used to work together in TNN? I really honestly think he took my job because I, rem- <laughs> I remembered what a weird name this guy from Arizona had, Dirks. I mean, I'd never run into a Dirks before in my life. I haven't had a chance to talk to Dirks since he got to be a big country music star. I, mm-hmm. I really I really don't even have to remember him when he was at the Nashville Network and I was working there too, but I'm pretty sure he, he inherited my job when I went down the hall from TNN to work at CMT. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the job that he took over. And that was beneath me, Precious. I wasn't about to go back into my old job and say hello. <laughs> oh, you're so Southern. That, that's not true. Oh. That's not true at all. But yeah, he worked there. And right before I started working there, a guy named Alan Jackson worked in the mailroom at the Nashville Network. So I, I didn't work with AJ, but Dirks and I, I guess, worked at the same time. But it was a couple of hundred employees working there. So we weren't buddy oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was a huge facility over by Opryland Drive, which is hmm. the building's still there. I'm surprised. No, I don't think it is. Didn't it get torn oh. down because of the flood? Uh, well, if they did, they rebuilt it because I remember parking in front of it last time I went backstage at the Opry. Okay. You walk out of the door right across the parking lot. But I think uh, they may have rebuilt it. But yeah, they were going to tear it down. I think something happened and they did end up not uh, doing it. All right. Well, I, it honestly, just like I don't know if you've ever had places you worked in the past. And almost every memory I have from working at the Nashville Network and CMT were all great memories. In fact, one of the really cool things, in fact, they got a meeting today that maybe I should go go to this meeting. There's a sort of an alumni club of people who worked at TNN and country music television, and they get together every month and have a meal. And I have yet to go to that, but I'm on the list. And I, I want to go to that darn thing sometime, but it's a real great fraternity. And sadly, Precious... I want to say that Nash, the National Network and CMT, back in the old days at least, they did a heck of a lot to further country music. I don't think country music would have been booming in the 1990s like it did if not for people at the CMT and TNN networks spinning those records, breaking new acts, and giving country music a worldwide forum. Oh, I agree totally. I believe that they helped kick the... Uh I'd use the word jump start because it was already started. But just um, I remember when CMT came out and one of the at the time, uh, one of my uh, my best friends from high school, her husband was producing Travis Tritt. And uh, I remember seeing his video on TV and I remember interviewing him not too long after that. And he said that once his video hit CMT, that he started getting asked for bookings and more than just the club he was playing right outside of Atlanta. 
So it helped with artist careers on booking and record deals and promotion and touring. It just catapulted, you know, the the early 90s artists that were around that time, Clint Black, Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks, John Michael. They were all coming out and all had that concrete foundation of CMT and TNN rise to the top well precious you just helped solve a long time mystery for me in case and i don't like to brag on myself honestly here on this show i like to brag on precious especially when it gets to be country music time with precious but i will have to say that back in the mid 1990s i was a programming executive at cmt country music television and it was a great gig we had artists coming up to our office kissing up to us precious you knew that and and one one of those artists was travis tritt in fact it was travis tritt that took yours truly and the handful of other programming executives at cmt out for sushi and it was the first time i'd ever had something (laughs) called sushi and frankly i didn't like it and i'm not a sushi fan today but travis i appreciate the sushi he even gave us a really nice travis tritt jacket of course you have to worry about payola he didn't slide me a couple hundred benjamins he just gave me a jacket and fed me sushi for our role in spinning his music videos but yeah it was a great great uh we call it quid pro quo back in the day well you know what's so funny is that's full circle now because you know hot country nights with a k made a music video and guess who's featured in the music video last month with dirts don't tell me mr country club travis tritt it is it's gonna be posted soon yeah and uh and you also you'll see a a mock of a fake mock interview up there with mr dirts as you know doug douglasson as they say Uh yeah and and you know how I know the scoop on this? You tell me, Precious. We got to know. Okay. Well, I wasn't for sure what was going on because they didn't tell anybody that was in the video. But I had someone very close to me that uh, I see usually on a daily basis that was in the background of the video. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, how about that? Oh, <laughs> your husband. Which, by yeah. the way, I've got I got to announce this. You have a very mm-hmm. special anniversary today. Today's your 25th anniversary with you and your husband. But it's not a wedding anniversary. No, it's not a wedding anniversary. Back on this day in 1995, President George H.W. Bush and Barbara, his wife, they went to Nashville to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary at the Grand Ole Opry. And they had a huge concert with Oak, the Oak Ridge Boys, Eddie Rabbit, Amy Grant, and Vince Gill were there. And of all people, Mike, your hubby, who wasn't your hubby, you didn't even know him. He was yeah, on, we didn't meet till 2000. Yeah, but he was on the backstage in that area of the Grand Ole Opry House. You were in the backstage area drinking that crazy drink they have, <laughs> that lemonade stuff. Yeah. And y'all didn't even know y'all were there at the same event until years later. And that happened yeah. January 8th, 1995, 25 years ago today. Yep, that's it. And it was, uh, which is really strange. That happened a couple of times before we met. We were at a, a book signing for I Never Saw Beetle with a big uh, Beatles. Uh, he's like the top person to go to in Nashville for any Beatles memorabilia or any you know history of the Beatles. But we went to his book signing for I Never Saw a Beetle in, in celebration of the book being released. And he was sitting four seats down. Hmm. And I was sitting with my best friend who the book was about, she and I. And he was sitting with his, at that time, his current wife then. And isn't it funny how we've 
been together three times and never met, even breathing the same air in the same room. And it just wasn't meant for us to meet until June 2000. Uh, and thanks to FarmersOnly.com. Ha ha! Yes, <laughs> hey, don't get me started. Hey, there is a website called, you know, Ag, you know, to meet other farm boys. No, really it's farmersonly.com, but I don't think that's how y'all met. Hey, speaking of this day yeah. in history, it was on January eighth, nineteen eighty three. Good old Reba Nell McIntyre's can't even get the blues went to number one, and Reba's scored twenty four number one songs since that time. She's the only female with more country number ones. And Dolly Parton's got 25. The great feat there by Reba McIntyre, 1983's Can't Even Get the Blues. Wild one. It was recorded by Faith Hill on this date in January 1994. It was the number one on the Hot Country single chart. Her first number one, and it stayed on top of the chart for four weeks. Again, 1994's Wild One from Faith Hill star mississippi 2001 faith hill back in the news again after her first number one in 1994 seven years later she took home three trophies at the 2001 american music awards for favorite pop rock female artist and favorite female country artist what a big time singer she's been throughout the years her song breathe became one of the best-selling country out with this album called breathe one of the best-selling albums of all time eight times platinum great feat there and sadly it was on this day five years ago they had the funeral for grand Ole opry legend little jimmy dickens of west virginia that was held at the grand Ole opry house little jimmy dickens died january 2nd 2015 at age 94 and he had been a member of the grand Ole opry since way back in 1948 birthdays today Patty Loveless, 1957, is the date for her birthday. Jack Green, Jolly Jack Green, who sang "There Goes My Everything," he died back in 2013. He was bare, uh, he was actually born January 7th of 1930. Also this week, birthday Crystal Gale, born in 1951, and Naomi Judd, born January 11th, 1946. Now there's another music legend that's got a birthday today and that's part of our trivia question that we'll ask right now as this legend was born in mississippi on january 8 1935 35 minutes after his twin brother jesse who was sadly delivered stillborn and this artist failed music at school and was told he couldn't sing but went on to become ah, rather famous who is this mississippi born artist we'll have the answer to that and more music news from precious harris after this timeout. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) 
How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Seven lonely days and a dozen times ago I reached out one night and you were gone Don't know why you'd run What you're running to or from All I know is I want to Bring you home So I'm walking in the rain Thumbing for a ride On this lonely Kentucky back road I've loved you much too long My love's too strong To let you go Never knowing What went wrong Wrapping up our conversation with Precious Harris, author of I Know Country, and also Precious serves as a music career development consultant on Music Row. This is the Y'all Show, our final segment on this Wednesday edition with your host, John Rawl. And let's talk a little music trivia to answer the question we asked before the break. This artist was born in the Magnolia State of Mississippi, also known as the Hospitality State. Born January 8th, 1935, just a few minutes after his twin brother, Jesse, was delivered stillborn and this artist failed music at school and was told he couldn't sing but he went on to become famous precious harris who is this artist that would be turning 85 years young today elvis presley and if you go to my office it looks like that you got a little piece of no it does precious that's a lie your old office did your new office is not quite so gaudy i guess would be it's not so (laughs) elvisy Okay, so I moved things around a bit, but yeah, it, I do love me some Elvis. What can I say? Well, there's a lot of people like Elvis. They just don't have the Pepto Bismol slash Elvis presentation that you had at your at your old office. Of course, Elvis Aaron Presley, born in '35, died August 16th of 1977, and he was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1998 was there controversy when elvis was inducted into the country music hall of fame uh, yes there were and if i remember right um 
there was some outspoken, very outspoken uh, country artist uh, that didn't that didn't really want it to happen. But if you think about it, a lot of uh, with Elvis's uh, gospel albums and some of the songs that he did, he's you know even though he sang what we call rock and roll, but his heart was really in gospel music too. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, but I mean, if you don't induct Elvis into the Country Music Hall of Fame, but he's had you know not what we consider a country music career, but he's had a career that in rock that's crossed over into country. So I'm, that is how that he got into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And I'm not going to blame this on the king because, for goodness sake, he had been deceased for 20 years when this happened. But we talk about the controversy of Elvis Presley being in the Country Music Hall of Fame. You know what, Precious? I think not only was there controversy, there was some sadness there because if my memory is working correctly, Farron Young was hoping to be in the Hall of Fame and kept getting denied and denied. And sadly, around that same time period, 1997, 98, he killed himself because of the fact he wasn't honored as a Hall of Fame member. And I bet you part of that was because Elvis Presley got in and Farron Young, Mr. Hello Walls, he didn't get in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Well, there is some talk and speculation that that was surrounding it. Uh, a lot of it. Um, so I want to stop it there. But yeah, that is a, as far as timing goes, and sadness, um, especially since he was had struggling with his career and some other issues, and mm. depression and things in the last five years leading up to that. Yeah. It could have been the straw that broke the camel's back. If it wasn't Elvis that did it, somebody did it because I covered Farron Young's suicide and frankly he shot himself and he didn't die instantly. He lingered in the hospital for a couple of days, I think, before passing away. And there was a one of my assignments during our little y'all show hiatus is I caught up on some old movies and I was goofing off somewhere on YouTube, Precious, and I found a, a movie filmed in 1958 called Country Music Holiday. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I have. And it's got Farron Young in there. It's got Leroy Van Dyke as Leroy's kind of the star of that thing. It's got Rod Brassfield, the old country music comedian who was on the Grand Ole Opry. He's in there. You also have June Carter, not June Carter Cash. This was in 1958, well before she married Johnny. She's in that thing. Zsa Zsa Gabor is in that thing. And you can watch it absolutely free of charge. It's on YouTube. But it was pretty wild to see a lot of those great country stars of the 50s in a movie. This was a Hollywood movie filmed in the late 50s. And I enjoyed that, that I watched that over the holiday break. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I'll have to go look it up because, yeah, you know me, I love the, uh, I love the, classic country a yeah. lot and that's uh, i have to go see that because yeah. everyone and especially not, june and it's not a, it's not too hokey it's almost a musical it's kind of a musical meets comedy meets a, a pretty neat story country music holiday again it's on youtube somebody put it up there it's well worth watching especially if you like some of the 1950s country music let's talk a little bit more modern music dustin lynch he's atop the billboard country airplay chart for this week with riding roads it's his seventh song to top the country airplay chart and his second to top the chart as a songwriter what more can you tell us about this song riding roads from dustin lynch well you know dustin's been signed to a deal for years 
but he's just been able in the last three or four years to start having a lot more control over his music and um and a lot more input he's writing more what because he's got more time because when he was first started he was on the road 200 dates a year you know making a living um but yeah he's got a new uh travis denning i think is going out with him on his tour he's having a headlining tour so i'm pretty excited for him uh, i helped secure him a, a endorsement for capos with kaiser and they made him a custom capo camo <laughs> with his uh logo huh. on it all right and uh He's pretty happy about that. We end up doing the whole band. And for all of you non-guitar players, a capo is a little device you stick on the the fret, I guess, of a guitar to do a different octave when you're playing it. It's something that's very helpful, especially if you're not a great guitar player like me and you need a little help to get some of those other pitches. All right, what else is big on the country music charts these days? Dan and Shay, they're on the Hot Country Song Chart at number one with 10,000 Hours, Old Dominion's One Man Band, Luke Combs, Even Though I'm Leaving's at three, Marin Morris, The Bones at four, Lady Annabellum's What If I Never Get Over You at five. Again, the Hot Country Songs Chart for the week of january 11th all right this weekend precious it's going to be a big day for john rich of big and rich as he'll be celebrating two years of his award-winning redneck riviera whiskey and you're going to the celebration and i want to know more of course i want to know a lot more after you go to it this weekend oh i will i promise i promise i'm excited because you know i met john in 1990 yeah when he was the band called texas sea mm-hmm. before he was lone star and I met him at the storage facility. They were uh, come to my storage facility, the night of the CMA Awards in 91. And there's all this drum equipment in front of my door and I can't get in my storage. And I'm hollering, hey, who's drum equipment down the hall? And they go, we're coming. And uh, and I met the guys and they were actually kicking out <laughs> um, their drummer at the time for misbehaving. And uh, so John was very sweet and his very tight jeans to get in my storage and crawl across all my boxes and get out my dress. And it's so funny. The dress I needed was in the very back uh. in, the, in the wardrobe box. And he almost ripped his jeans. And he said, are you sure it's the fourth thing went over? I said, I'm sure. So we go, he counts four coat hangers and he pulls it up. And it's this little, I remember I only weighed a hundred pounds back then. So it was this little bitty dress. He goes, that's not a dress. That's a piece of material. <laughs> <laughs> are you one of those ladies that love tight, tight jeans on a fella uh, not so much i okay. make my my artists wear them when they're on stage uh, just because of isn't the that fact. a little creepy well not real tight i mean there's uh, tight and then there's like uh, go home and change your pants tight okay i mean I, no, i'm not an expert on on the derrieres of, of men these days but it just seemed no. like that was a big big thing at least in the 90s when i was rocking oh, it, it was, for yeah. cmt you had the neil mccoys of the world and the john michaels having all the bleach jeans not only jeeps not only were they bleached they had the crease in them i guess they they starched. ironed their jeans they starched them. oh yeah yeah starched them to the max but yeah what happened because john's jeans weren't really that tight but when you're crawling across boxes and you're bending over, they get really tight. Mm. <laughs> and that's why they went super tight as he was crawling across the boxes. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, so I can, uh, like I said, seeing him, we have, you know, we have great times to talk about. You know, and I was down there a CMA night uh, uh, before we get to the awards and I go in the club and there's a table reserved with my name on it oh. at Redneck Riviera. And I was thought, well, that's awful sweet of him. 
Well, I got a chance, thanks to you and others, to go to the unveiling of his grandmother's special edition whiskey there at the Redneck Riviera back in the early part of 2019. And as I may have told you on the show before, they had a special kind of cake made with that whiskey. And uh-huh. boy, it was good. So if you're at this event this weekend and you see that cake, will you save me a piece? I will save a piece. I promise. <laughs> in fact, sneak out a whole cake if you don't mind. <laughs> Precious Harris, our friend on Music Road. We appreciate everything you do, and uh, welcome back into the Y'all Show for 2020. Oh, you too, Darren. Have a good time, everybody. Have a blessed week and be safe. All right. Well, that will wrap up our Wednesday, y'all. Join us on Thursday. We'll be right back here with all the Southern greatness news, information on some great festivals going on here in the month of January, and we'll look at SEC sports as those LSU Tigers Gold Tigers are getting ready for the national championship game Monday night against the Clemson Tigers. All that on the Y'all Show Thursday edition. Until that time, have a great rest of your day. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.